Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson, and today we are joined by Jim Caldwell, former NFL head coach and assistant coach, spent time uh, with the Detroit Lions, the Indianapolis Colts. He was an assistant coach with the Baltimore Ravens when they won a Super Bowl, and it was also a head coach at Wake Forest. And I was over at the Joe Gibbs Celebrity Golf Tournament doing interviews and, and so had the chance to, to sit down in person with Jim Caldwell, and he was awesome. Great guy, and so I think you're going to really enjoy hearing from him and, and just get kind of an idea of what it's like now that, that he's no longer uh, coaching momentarily. We'll, we'll see what's next for him, uh, but I think you'll, uh, you'll, you'll appreciate uh, him and his perspective today on the show. If you haven't signed up for our email devotional, be sure to do so at unpackingit.com. Each day we send out an email that, that unpacks a current sports story, relates it to the Bible and our own lives, and, and so I hope you'll, uh, you'll sign up for that. Also, uh, in our podcast feed, we do a two-minute timeout, which is basically one of those devotionals in audio form, and, and so I hope you'll uh, listen to that as well. We've got plenty of other great podcasts and interviews available uh, for you on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And so be sure to uh, rate our podcast, give us feedback, email me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com, and we always love to hear from you. So right now, let's jump right in. Here's Jim Caldwell. I'm Bryce Johnson here at the inaugural Joe Gibbs Celebrity Golf Tournament at the Peninsula Club, and we're raising money for Game Plan for Life, and they've got an incredible uh, field minister program, which is just allowing uh, prisoners to go through a seminary program and to, to really become ministers to other prisoners. And so it's just an incredible uh, opportunity that, that's taken place. And so th- this golf tournament today is, uh, is going to be a blast. And right now we are joined by former head coach Jim Caldwell, uh, coach of the Detroit Lions, the Indianapolis Colts, Wake Forest. And, and Jim, really appreciate you being with us here on Unpacking It. How are you? I'm doing great, and it's a real pleasure to be here as well. All right. Well, thanks so much. And, and so uh, I, I guess first off, the, the offseason – of the NFL, some some transition for you. How, how are things going, and, and kind of what's what's your outlook on on kind of this next phase of life for you? Yeah, it's really been a, a great transition for me. You know, oftentimes you never get this kind of a break in, in coaching. So, forty one years, I never missed a day of work. Wow! Uh, and only one day, actually, my son graduated from Wake Forest on a Monday, so that was the only day I was at Tampa at the time with Coach Dungey that I did miss a, a day coming up to see him graduate. But other than that, uh, this is the first real break that I've gotten for an extended period of time and let me just tell you something i'm taking advantage of it and enjoying it as well so playing a little golf today is that a common thing playing golf uh you know i, I play a, a fair amount you know obviously in, in the coaching ranks i usually would get about 10 rounds in a year now i can i can play a little bit more uh, but more than that you know it's given me a chance with a little bit of a break in the action to hang out with my grandkids my kids my wife my children uh and do some traveling that we haven't done we went to israel had a tremendous time so wow um yeah so so really the lord's blessed me uh with this opportunity and i'm going to take really good advantage. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, so what was the highlight from the Israel trip? Well, you, you know, obviously I think the, um, the, the spiritual part of it is, is something that um, I think everybody should have an opportunity to experience if you're a follower of Christ. It, um, it's unlike any other. You get a chance to walk in Jesus' footsteps. Mm. Uh, you get a chance to where the Bible really comes to life for you. You'll never read the Bible the same. 
Um, it also gives you a real good sense of the people mm. uh, that live in that region and what they're going through. And, and obviously, we see a lot of things on the news and things of that nature. But um, but it's it's, it's uh, you have to experience it firsthand uh, to, to I think really appreciate it. What hit you the most, or what was one? part that stood out the most? Well, a couple of years back, I know I sent my mother over to Israel because she had always wanted to go. Um, and uh, she came back and told me, and which everybody has said, there's usually one thing that where you really feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm. There's usually one look. For her, it was uh, uh, the tomb. Um, for me, it was as we were getting ready to land in Tel Aviv, oh, wow. uh, which was, you know, it, it was a, a bit different uh, in, in that regard. But, um, you know, the, the highlight of the whole trip, though, all in all, we had an opportunity to get baptized in the Jordan. Man, that's awesome. That was special. Gosh. <laughs> that is, so who, who baptized you? Uh, actually, Darren Gray, who was... Uh, yeah, you know, I know Darren. You know Darren? Yeah. yeah. So Darren had been with All Pro Dads. Yeah. You know, he got his ministry of his own and doing some traveling and those kinds of things. But he headed up the, or helped the group. Oh. Uh, the Israel Collective was the name of the group that went over. So, yeah, so Darren baptized me there, and uh, it was... Um, it, it was something special. There was 25 of us, I think, that got baptized. That oh, man, that, that's special. What We're talking with former head coach Jim Caldwell here on Unpacking It at the, the Joe Gibbs Celebrity Golf Tournament. And, and so during this, this time of, of transition as well, what, what has the, the Lord been, been teaching you or, or what are some things that, that you've been able to, to contemplate and, and even grow during this time? Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, oftentimes all of us that uh, certainly have been true followers of, of Christ have uh, always studied the Bible, but I get a chance to study it like um, I've never been able to study it before wow. because I have time. Uh, usually I'm studying it early in the morning before going into work or at my desk at work. Uh, well, now I get a chance to sit and uh, and really take everything in, uh, read several different versions, different things in dealing with the Bible and the Greek, the Hebrew. Wow, uh, you know, that's so, great! Yeah, so it's been uh, that that's been really a, a lot of fun for me. But also, what he's doing in my life as well. I just think that uh, every day I grow. Mm. Um, and it's uh, you know my favorite uh, scriptures is Joshua three and five. It says, "Sanctify yourself, or tomorrow the Lord is going to do great things." So right now I'm in that sanctification phase, and I'm not certain what he has planned for me. Mm. Um, but I know one thing is filtered through his hands, so right. I'm going to be all right. Oh, that, that's awesome. And so as you, as you embraced the, this time uh, away from football momentarily and, and taking advantage of traveling and, and spiritual uh, growth and all of that, what, what have you missed the most? Because 41 years, never missing football, and now, now the, this time off, what, what do you miss the most? You know, um, I, I hadn't gotten to the stage yet where I'm um, you know, missing oh, any good. Yeah. activities because I'm still connected and associated. I'm doing a little bit of consulting and oh, things nice. of that nature, so I'm still around it. Um, but, uh, but I think the thing that the relationships that you develop in the game are the things that you miss most, uh, you know, and oftentimes, uh, just that fellowship is, is something that, that you miss out. But I, I, you know, I have a lot of friends, I have a lot of family, I have a lot of, uh, spiritual, f- uh, connections. So, uh, I haven't lacked for much. Oh, that, that's excellent. And, and as you, you think back to your, your coaching career and, and having been an assistant coach and a, a head coach in, in college, and then to, to get to the pros, especially this head coaching job in the NFL, was it, was it what you expected it to be and, and, and maybe how, how different or, or challenging was it from, from what you anticipated as, as you were kind of going up the ranks and, and wanting to, uh, to accomplish that? Yeah, to kind of give you just a, a real quick um, sort of um, uh, overview, um, 
the real difficult part was going from an assistant coach in college mm. to a head coach in college. Okay, wow. Um, uh, Bill McCartney used to always say this thing. He'd, he'd say, uh, it's going to take all you have and a little bit more. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's exactly what happens to you in college because it's all-encompassing. Uh, you have young men that are developing mentally, physically, morally uh, from the age of 18 to 21. Um, you can do a great job, I think, in terms of setting an impact for their life, and, but you can also harm it as well. Hmm. Um, so that that in itself with the recruiting, with dealing with the alumni, the ombudsman, you know, all of the different factors yeah. that you deal with on campus, and you've got a, 125 young men that are, are trying to find their way first time away from home, that's a real challenge. Um, going into the pros, the pros are a little bit different because of the fact that you just don't have that year-round recruiting aspect of it. Um, and you also get a little bit of an off-season. There is no off-season in college football. Hmm. It, it's constant. Yeah. Um, pro football, there's a bit of an off-season. So that part of it was a little bit uh, different for me when I became an assistant, that you did get a chance to spend more time with your family and things of that nature. And even even on weekends of game weeks, you know, Friday afternoon all the way until the next day on Saturday, you, you never get that type of, uh, type of time off in college. So, um, so pros, uh, the demanding part of it is dealing with all the different personalities, which is fun. Um, but then also the expectations, you know, there's not a whole lot of, uh, man, <laughs> there's not a whole lot, lot of grace period no. in terms of uh, putting some wins on the board. So, but it, but it was real challenging and it's a lot of fun and, and, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, that's great. And, and having been involved with both college and pro and, and decades of being a part of the game, where do you think both are at both levels, college football and, and NFL? What, what maybe just kind of jumps out to you as hey, this is really a, a great thing about the game on this level, but this is maybe a concern on kind of where things are heading. Yeah, I, you know, I don't see anything but good things because okay. of the fact that I'm a guy that's always understood the benefits of, of sports uh, in, in a, a young person's life, and particularly in football. Uh, it's a challenge. It's probably the most difficult thing they'll do outside of maybe serving in, in, in the military, just in terms of the regimentation. It's certainly not like war or anything of that nature, but regimented in terms of the demands that are placed upon your life and the difficulties that you're going to face in terms of trying to reach the, the top of your profession. Um, I, I do see it obviously changing quite a bit for the better because of the fact that they're doing a great job, I think, of finding ways to protect the young people that are involved in the game. Mm. You know, uh, The rules have changed. The, the league has put so much emphasis on making certain that safety is their number one priority, and I think that's a good thing. No, it's very positive. Uh, head coach Jim Caldwell, uh, former coach of the Detroit Lions and the Indianapolis Colts, and, and Wake Forest joining us here on Unpacking It. And, and as you, you think about all the, the years of coaching and the number of players that, and, and assistant coaches as well that have kind of been under your, your care, what are those relationships like t- today, and, and, and how important is that to you to continue to, to be a mentor to them and continue to, to be able to pour into some of those guys? Well, that's an important part. That, that's what I mentioned or we're talking about or trying to refer to when I talked about the relationships that you develop. You know, yeah. uh, Guys like Frank Reich, who uh, yeah. actually, we worked together and, uh, for a number of years, and it's great to see him get his opportunity now. I think you're going to see a few more of the guys that certainly were with us, uh, Jim Bob Cooter, Terrell Austin. I think they'll, they'll get their opportunities here. But there were a lot of other guys, assistant coaches across the league that we've had an opportunity to work with that we developed some really good relationships. Tom Moore, who I you know, absolutely uh, enjoyed for a number of years, and we stay in touch. And uh, oh, most good. of the rest of the guys, the Howard Muds and you know, all those guys that, that have been through the wars and, and um, you know, are still, still part of my life. 
Oh, that's neat. And then what about Coach Dungy? What, what's yeah. that relationship like today? Yeah, matter of fact, um, you know, we constantly am in communication with him about something. There's always someone trying to catch up with him, you know, oh, because he's, uh, you know, such an influential person, but also a caring person as well. Um, I actually, I, I owe him a text here in a minute oh. or two. But, but yeah, I do keep up with him. He's very, very busy, um, but he's also a, a, a great spiritual mentor. Oh, that's awesome. Well, well, Jim, I appreciate you taking a little time before hitting the, the driving range and, and getting out there for, uh, for the golf tournament today. What, one question that, that I just love to ask anybody, but especially here on the show, is how has Jesus changed your life? It's a, it's a big question, a he- heavy question, but, but just want to kind of leave people with, with that thought for, from, from Jim Caldwell. He, here's how Jesus has changed my life. Gave me a, a, a guideline uh, to follow um, through his tenets, uh, through his parables, through his beliefs um, that's full of integrity, character, uh, and discipline. Hmm. And, and I think that was a direct connection for me in terms of sports as well. I grew up in a household where the great majority, my father's a minister, my younger brother's a minister. At one point in time, we had somewhere between 14 and 17 living ministers in our family. Wow. Uh, so I grew up, you know, in a, what a legacy. very strict uh, Pentecostal sort of a setting. So um, you could understand that. But nevertheless, I think it was a great benefit for me. When I was hmm. growing up, I didn't look at it quite that way. Yeah. Uh, but as I got older, I realized that. Um, through the Lord, it's given me something that was pretty special in terms of being able to plot my course uh, without a whole lot of disruption. And certainly he upted, uplifted me in a number of different situations. Man, well, that, that's awesome. And, and, and thanks again and, and wish you the best with, with the next, next phase and next opportunity. We'll see what the Lord has in store for you. But in the meantime, enjoy some golf, vacation, your family, grandkids and all that. It's, a, it's an awesome season of life. So thanks, Jim. Thank you. I want to share two big takeaways from that interview. And the first one is just how impressed I am with his longevity and his coaching resume. And, and the fact that he, he said, hey, I only missed one day in 41 years. Just that consistency to, to be able to count on a coach day after day, year after year, decade after decade. And, and the other part of it, the, the fact that he was always hired as a coach, maybe it was an assistant coach or a head coach, but he always had a job in football for all those years, for four decades. It, it really is remarkable. And, and you look at the, the journey that, that he went on as a, as a coach to, to think that he got going as a grad assistant in, at Iowa in 1977 and, and spent time in, in college uh, kind of the, the coach, college coaching ranks, Southern Illinois, Northwestern, Colorado, Louisville, Penn State. He then became the head coach at Wake Forest. Then he became a quarterback's coach at Tampa Bay, uh, was with Tony Dungy, then went to Indy and, and was the assistant coach with Dungy there. They win a Super Bowl. Then Dungy retires. He hands over the reins to Caldwell. He takes over for a couple of seasons. He takes the team back to the Super Bowl uh, then they kind of go a different direction at that point, and he ends up jumping on with the Baltimore Ravens in 2012 and 2013. He wins a Super Bowl with them. Then he gets a job as a head coach with the Detroit Lions, and even though they didn't have a ton of success, they, they still were relevant, and I think he got a lot out of Matthew Stafford, and when you look at their roster over the last few years, it's not like it's been loaded with tons of talent. I mean, the running game has been so inconsistent. And, and so he, he did a nice job in, in Indy. And, and so 
just the fact that, man, 40 years, uh, really appreciate what, what he, he's done throughout his career, and, and we'll see what's next for him. Um, he's only 63, and, and so he, he may be able to, uh, to jump, jump on, uh, on another staff uh, sometime soon. My other big takeaway just uh, about him and his personality and, and interacting with him uh, in person, but then also just watching him over the years, is the, the, the fact that not every coach, not every leader has to be loud, boisterous, demonstrative, in your face, intense, in a, uh, in a, in a way that you can feel or touch or, or see. You can be intense without having to do all of that. But Jim Caldwell was kind, gentle, peaceful, and very similar to, to Tony Dungy in that way. But, but I just acknowledge and recognize that there isn't just one way to be a head coach or to be a leader. And, and, and it's okay to be soft-spoken. It's okay to not be in your face or to have this huge personality and to take over a room. And, and so Caldwell was just humble and down-to-earth and talkative and um, just very nice to interact with. And it's not like he came in as, oh, I'm this big NFL coach or former NFL coach. And I know he's, he's not uh, Joe Gibbs or, or, or even Tony Dungy for that matter, but he's had great success. He's won two Super Bowls as an assistant coach and has had a 40-year career yet the humility and, and just the gentleness, it was refreshing. It, it really, really was. And, and so I'm a, I'm a big fan of him and, and really loved the conversation we were able to have with him. And, and so the, the, the two takeaways, man, the longevity and the consistency and, and the gentleness that, that he lived out uh, in person as I got to meet him. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation as well. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Unpacking It podcast. I hope you'll subscribe and be sure to listen to all of the other podcasts that we have and be sure to sign up for the email devotional as well on unpackingit.com. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next time. I'm Bryce Johnson. This has been the Unpacking It podcast where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world.